Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young children and builds specially adapted smart homes for catastrophically injured veterans, as well as work to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He's never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms, nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the Foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Buck Brief. On this episode, our friend Amber Smith joins us. Uh, She is a former senior Pentagon official, a former combat helicopter pilot and author. And uh, we're talking about a whole range of things. Amber, good to see you, my friend. How have you been? Great to see you. Good. It's good to be on with you. So let's start with this one. I, I, I saw you pop up on uh, Fox and Friends. You're talking about something called the Declaration of Military Accountability. What is that? So it is the brainchild uh, of Navy Commander Rob Green. He wrote this letter and sort of rallied the 231 of us who signed it. And it is um, a declaration of wanting accountability from senior military leaders who unjustly kicked out over 8,000, you know, able-bodied, willing to serve, wanting to serve service members. The only thing they didn't want to do was take in unproven, uh, uh, unapproved COVID vaccine. Uh, And so the Pentagon doubled down and, um, forced them all out. In doing so, destroyed a lot of their lives. They uh, 
had a lot of them lost their pensions. They lost their livelihoods. They lost bonuses. And they really lost trust in the institution um, of the military as a whole. And so everybody stood up and said, enough is enough. We're going to tell the truth about uh, a government institution, which in this case happens to be the Pentagon, um, abusing their power. And so we band together to say that, uh, you know, we take an oath to follow lawful orders of the commanders above us, not unlawful orders. And I think that that was um, sort of a wake up call for a lot of officers in the military when that COVID order came down was that they sort of just many commanders just blindly decided to follow that order without knowing the facts and why it was an unlawful order. It's amazing, I think, and, and really shocking to people to think that a lot of career military uh, folks lost their jobs and their careers for refusal to take a shot that we now know there was no reasonable basis to make them take. I mean, this goes beyond. Mm -hmm. No one believes now, no one believes now that the vaccine stops infection. Um, and very few people honestly believe that the vaccine or the uh, mRNA shot um, does very much at all to combat COVID uh, in the first place, especially for healthy people, and that the risks, especially of myocarditis, were more substantial than we were led to believe. This is now a matter of record. Why isn't the military writing this wrong on its own, Amber? It seems like it's so straightforward. Why, why aren't people being restored to their former rank, including all back pay and, uh, and put on schedule for promotion as though this had never happened? Because what we see in today's military is pretty much anybody 06 and above is a politician. Um, and they are, you know, like, look at Secretary Austin. Um, he is just pushing a political agenda of President Biden. Uh, he's not doing what's best for the troops, doing what's best for the military, or doing what's best for the American people and the country. And it all comes down to um, our letter, the, the um, Declaration of Military Accountability is the military today has uh, become a culture of no accountability. If you look back at history, if you look back at World War II, generals got fired. They were given a few months. If they couldn't hack it, if they had poor decision-making, poor leadership, poor performance, they got fired and somebody else came in who could do the job. Fast forward, Vietnam, uh, you started to see generals not really getting fired much anymore. And that's because um, there was a drastic shift in leadership at the Pentagon where they saw an individual general getting fired as a black eye on the military institution as a whole. And it was a PR, PR nightmare to them. So what did they do? They circled the wagons and you rarely, rarely see a military general get fired today for performance, maybe for conduct, but not for performance. And that's exactly the military that we see today. No one has been held accountable for Afghanistan or the withdrawal. No one has been held accountable for the unlawful implementation of the COVID-19 vaccine. They're not even held accountable for, you know, the hundreds of billions into trillions of dollars that's unaccountable in these audits that they can't pass. So you cannot have an effective military without uh, accountability. And that's exactly why we are seeing the military the Pentagon in a downward spiral right now, the double standards, the two-tier justice system, and in this case, lawlessness. What happens when you get away with lawlessness? You're likely allowed to, are you, you're likely to push the boundaries again. 
So, so what's next? What's next? There's no accountability for their actions. They now think they can get away with. When, when we come want. back, Amber, in a second, I just I want to I want you to answer this question, but hold off on it um, uh, for a moment. But it, uh, the question I wanted to pose to you is: What is the single most important thing in your mind that the military could do to improve things? Um, so let's get to that in a second. But first off, from our sponsor here, is there a change coming to the U.S. dollar? Perhaps as soon as this year. Look, there's this guy. He's a former Wall Street insider who's made some amazing calls in the past. His name is Tika Tawari. And he very much believes that it could and will happen this year. And he believes the biggest risk to Americans is not a war breaking out even bigger in the Middle East or Ukraine-Russia escalation or even China-Taiwan, but the security of the U.S. dollar. He's so adamant on this point that he's published a video online with all the details, including how you might prepare. Go to MoveYourCashNow.com to learn the three steps you need to take to protect and grow your wealth in the coming months and year. Again, MoveYourCashNow.com. That's the website, MoveYourCashNow.com, where you could end up holding a bunch of dollars that don't have the value you think they do, paid for by Palm Beach Research Group. All right, Amber, what can be done uh, to uh, put it this way, actually, kind of a uh, redo of of the question, similar question. If you get a Republican, probably Trump, probably, if you get a Republican who wins in 2024, what should that Republican do to fix the military? They need to recall some generals who have retired and show the military, like the, the generals who are currently serving, you're not going to get away with lawlessness. We are a nation of laws. And if you break those laws and you're going to get brought back onto service and you're going to face a court martial and all the consequences that come with that, that will send a very strong message to the military. And what's sort of ironic is that during the Trump administration, you saw people, uh, including General Milley, get up on a soapbox nonstop and talk about how the oath that a, a service member takes is not to the president of the United States, it's to the Constitution. Where were all of those generals who were talking about that when this COVID vaccine mandate came down? Their point was they didn't like the president of the United States at the time. And what they were, you know, the agenda that's of a certain president. So, and I, and I'm specifically pointing to General Milley here and some of his comments. Um, and, and going back to that two tier justice system and double standards, General Milley got away, um, with conspiring with Nancy Pelosi about how to take nuclear strike authority away from an elected president of the United States. He called, uh, his counterparts in China twice saying he would give them notice of a military strike ahead of time. Once again, where's that accountability? Where's the accountability for General Milley? The next president, like you said, likely President Trump coming into office, he wants to make the military great again. Uh, He is fine with, he likes to fire people who aren't performing. He needs to make fixing the Department of Defense and these rogue generals um, a priority because uh, the, the way it is right now, the military is just, it is at a loss right now when it comes to leadership. And it is drastically needed. And like I said, you can't have an effective military without strong generals um, <clears throat> that are not politicians. And that's not what we have right now. We have political generals 
every single day, you know, we inch closer to World War III. And now is the time when we need the strongest, most best elite military leaders in the world. And instead, we have Washington, D.C. politicians in uniform. It's uh, very troubling. Uh, that's that's for sure. Um, how how much is the the issue of wokeness in the military and, and the social engineering from the left? Is it exaggerated in your mind a little bit in conservative media? Is it as much of a problem as everyone's telling us all the time? on the right that it is? How, how do you see it? How does it manifest? You know, it's, it's, it's not exaggerated. I have done extensive research on this. I've got a book coming out on this called Unfit to Fight. It is that goes over DEI, uh, CRT, critical race theory, uh, and how it has infiltrated the military. Um, West Point, all the military academies, these new young lieutenants coming in uh, to service who are leading troops, on the battlefield, instead of studying military history and strategy, um, they're focusing on how they can be more inclusive of their service members. And the, I tell you what, the military has got to get back to uh, being a meritocracy and focusing on pushing forward the best people for the job instead of, you know, match, instead of looking to meet DEI quotas um, and what's making people feel good. The military is not college. The military is not a place where people go um, to find themselves. The military is a very specific job. You are there to serve your country and go to war if necessary. You want the best people to your left and your right, regardless of your gender, regardless of your color, regardless of what your political beliefs are. You got to know that that person's going to, you know, has those American values, that they care about America. And instead, um, they're being taught in not only public schools in America, but um, these military academies as well, that, hey, maybe America's the problem. Maybe America is an oppressor. Maybe um, you're not getting a fair shot because you live in America, which anybody that's older than, you know, or should know, above 25 years old, 20, um, that is the exact opposite. Um, you have every opportunity in the world, which is why you see everybody trying to come to our country. So. It is not inflated in terms of the woke problems in the military. There are um, the, the problems. Um, it's a very, very long list, um, you, you know, focusing on transgender inclusiveness and building new bathrooms and non-binary studies. Uh, that is not what the military needs to be focusing on. That's not what they need to be spending their budget on. Um, but also we need to look at Congress and how about some budget accountability when it comes to what they're allowing the Department of Defense uh, to get away with, with their massive, massive budgets. Amber, I have a, a very different kind of question, a fun question to close with you here sure. in just a second. So stay with us. I know, I know you got to go in a minute, uh, go on, probably do an interview with Fox or something in a second, but just stand by for one moment because... I want to tell everybody about Patriot Defender. This could not come at a better time in our country. I'm speaking about a company with a new membership offer. It's from Patriot Defender. It's a legal defense for you and me, the kind that we need most these days. No cost legal defense to protect your rights, freedoms, reputation, and your way of life. Speak up at a school board meeting about vaccine mandates. Suffer consequences. Your legal defense is covered. Free speech is denied. You suffer consequences. Your legal defense is covered. Use your Second Amendment rights to defend yourself. IRS audit, legal defense covered. A whole range of things, my friends. 
you can have <coughs> legal defense covered, and I think it's something that you will find is incredibly uh, important and worthwhile for you to have. PatriotDefender.com. PatriotDefender.com. That's the website to go to. The only membership that goes beyond just defense for concealed carry weapons. That's PatriotDefender.com. Uh, it will cover what others want to protect you, your family, and your livelihood. All right, last one for you, Amber. Um, and, you know, she's a mom also. You know, she's a wife. She's a mom. Um, and she's got an English bulldog, which always gets me so excited. I have an adorable Australian Labradoodle. She's a little puppy. It's amazing. She's why I have scratches. For people who can see, I have scratches on my... It's all from the Labradoodle playing and, you know, all the rest of it. She's very cute, though. But I've told my wife I want to get an English bulldog to keep the Labradoodle company... What do you think of this idea as an English bulldog owner? So I was going to say, because I know you like Frenchies. So what was the, why'd you go with the Labradoodle over the Frenchie? Was it the snoring? Because I get it if that was it. Because I'm married and that's what my <laughs> wife wanted. Okay, but I can are, see are you the, familiar like, with this thing in marriage where the wife gets what she wants, Amber? Because I think you are. I, I wanted an English bulldog, yes. <laughs> Look at um, that. So... Uh, I would say, of course, your Labradoodle needs a best friend and no better best friend than an English Bulldog. As long as, uh, like, if the Labradoodle sleeps in the same room as you, I would just say, I don't think that's going to fly with the English Bulldog. Like, if you like sleep, they snore so unbelievably bad. Is the snoring that bad? The snoring is that bad. It is, it's like house shaking. Yeah. It's rough. I have the Labradoodle, it's she rough. slept, she slept they have like... They snub nose, you know? She, she so slept uh, like, like up against my shoulder last night like a little bunny rabbit or something, and she's quiet as a mouse. So you're saying I can't have that with the um, English Bulldog? I mean, cuddle all day long, but like the sleeping thing... Wow, the snoring thing. I mean, I'm, I'm unless kind of, like the mm. snoring super bothers me, so if it doesn't bother you, then you'll be fine. But they, it's like sleep apnea for Bulldogs, yes. Oh my God. Oh no. We can't have that. All right. Well, Amber, when's your book coming out? My book will be out in April. So we All still right. have a little bit. But we're going to come. We're going to have a little whole thing here. We'll talk about your book. Last book was great. Danger Close. This one's going to be fantastic. Amber Smith, everybody. Amber, thank you so much. Great to see you back. Thanks. Take care. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country. Heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. Major Turnbull sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber. The complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye. He needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the Foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel the Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 